Welcome to another episode of the Porchlight Podcast. And for this episode, I'm joined by the one and only Father Rod, as we affectionately yes. know him here at Faith Alliance Church. Um, my name is Harry Ozarek. I'm the assistant pastor at Faith Alliance Church. And our hopes, as always, with this podcast is that we would engage you uh, in a conversation and hopefully give you something that you can live out on a daily basis and grow closer to God and grow closer to one another, love each other, love God. It's fantastic. And so uh, for this episode, uh, in talking with Rod, we're going to be looking at the subject of rhythm of rest. And before we jump into that, Rod, I'd love for you just to share a little bit of who you are, why you're sitting at this table, and uh, I don't know, maybe some hobbies and things like that. Well, I uh, don't know if I have any hobbies outside of not sleeping much sometimes, but uh, uh, speaking of rest, yeah, um, <laughs> I've been here, we've been here, I guess my family and I for about seven, eight years now, eight years possibly. Uh, doesn't seem to be possible. Um, <laughs> I have a little different bit different background. I uh, for uh, several years right out of college, I pastored a church in uh, southern southwestern Wyoming, and uh, moved to Casper. That's where I met my wife Heather. Lived there for a few years and moved out to Iowa to the uh, great state of Iowa, and pastored a church in the uh, eastern part of the state for six and a half years. And after doing that. We moved to uh, Billings and uh, did some variety of things there, and finally uh, found some work up here in uh, Sydney. And like I said, we've been here since uh, October or November, I guess, of 2012. So we're coming up on eight years here in Sydney, eight years here at Faith mm. Alliance Church. Yeah. And uh, so I guess I'm kind of um, kind of becoming one of the uh, veterans around here, I guess. <laughs> I've come to realize that at my age now, I'm no longer part of the, uh, not, we're not one of the young families anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're one of the older people and uh, are getting there. And so uh, my wife, Heather, uh, has been along my side for 21, 20, I've come about 22, 23 years, mm. somewhere in there. And we have a daughter, Christiana, who is going to yeah. be a junior this year. At uh, Sydney, hopefully, well, if they're well, she'll be a junior regardless if they're school or not. But uh, so yeah, that's kind of her family. What do I do? Well, in the summertime, I like to play golf a lot, yeah, you do. a lot. Uh, the winter time, uh, last year, I spent a lot of time on the road and at home. But play-by-play uh, -play voice of the Sydney Eagles, mm -hmm. and spent a lot of time calling basketball games and had a blast doing it. And uh, hopefully the opportunity will present itself this winter as well. I'd look forward to that. Provided there's a season. Uh, everything's a big if right now. But uh, so that's kind of what I do. Uh, you know, not probably a very exciting life, mm -hmm. but uh, it's the life I live, I love, and uh, enjoy. Yeah. And by the way, for those of you that end up listening to this way down the road, way in the future, the if that Rod is referring to is we are living in the COVID-19 days where it seems that every event known to man is up in the air. Um, you cannot plan on anything happening. 
And so there are a lot of ifs out there. Um, and you know, that's a, that's a decent segue into, into our subject of rhythm of rest. I think one of the huge components of finding a rhythm of rest is, is it, it, uh, relieves you of some worry, some anxiety, some <sighs> uncomfortableness and frustration with the unknown. And Lord knows we are dealing with that quite a bit. And if you allow yourself, you can really focus on some of those negative things for a long time, and it can rob you from rest, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rod, if you could just share a little bit of your, your heart when it comes to this subject, rhythm of rest, finding rest. Uh, what does that mean to you? Why, why is that something that was laid on your heart? And, um, and then you have some scripture that we're going to dig into that I'm looking forward to as well. Well, I think, you know, as I kind of thought about it, um, you know, we're not I don't know if we're any less restful people than the last generation or the previous generation or the generation before that. Mm. Uh, every generation has this thing that somehow it's, you know, where things are worse off than they were before. And <laughs> every generation thinks that they have it worse than, than, than the previous yeah. generation. And, and uh, are we a generation that has less rest than before? I, I don't know. Mm. Um, we are probably the most impatient generation mm. till the next instant, generation comes instant gratification yeah. mm-hmm. till the next generation comes along and then they will be even more impatient mm-hmm. than we are mm-hmm. um, but we don't at least my experience don't take a lot of time to rest it's just you know it's just go 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 yeah um, we got to get this done and this done and we're going from one thing to the next uh, I know that I don't take a lot of time to rest <clears throat> I've talked about my schedule, you know, which involves, you know, getting up at 2.30 in the morning and going to work. And uh, 2.30 in the morning, right? Yeah, I probably get about, you know, four to five hours of sleep before that and yeah. then go to work. And then, you know, I, I get a nap in, rest a little rest in here once in a while. Um, but I, I just thought about this in relation to, you know, taking time off. And mm. when I do take time off, it's not usually restful. Mm-hmm. It's doing something. It's yeah. being active. It's going somewhere. And it's usually packing in as much as you can in mm-hmm. that time. Yep. Um, or if I take a day off, I'm driving bus somewhere or doing something, you know. Yep. It's, Paul I, often says to me when I get back from a vacation, so do you want a vacation from your vacation? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I feel like after... Just a couple of days off. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, I, need a, I need a couple of days off just to rest. And yeah. I, and then there's something within us, I guess, that uh, I don't know quite what it is, but that if we take time to rest, it's like we're wasting time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And just to sit and, you know, just relax like I should be doing doing something and I think a part of it is our pace of life mm-hmm. you know we always have something to do something to plan and all of a sudden we don't and it's like well I should be doing something we almost get kind of nervous fidgety because it's yep. like we're supposed to be doing something now what is it and, excuse me and we don't know <clears throat> how to rest mm. I don't know how to rest yeah I think there's an expectation in our world today uh, in a really big way of if you're not being productive, which is getting off your butt and doing something, if you're not being productive, you're being lazy. Mm-hmm. And I think we've forsaken a lot of biblical truth that there's a lot of productivity that can be done by yourself 
in your closet with just you and the Lord and praying or just sitting and meditating on the word, reading God's word. I think, yeah, I th- but there's this expectation. Well, you're not really, you're not doing anything, Rod. You're not mm-hmm. up. You're not mm-hmm. moving. You're not active. You're not, you're not doing something that is going to show fruit right off the bat, right? Like if, if I go and I, you know, uh, turn soil in my garden, right? When I get done, I can see it, right? If I want to go uh, mow the lawn, I get done with that and I can see the work mm-hmm. I've done, mm-hmm. right? Productivity, uh, go clean the bathroom, you know, go take out the garbage, um, chore after chore, thing after thing. Um, you know, I think uh, in some ways, you know, parents of teens is before they're able to drive, you're taking them from one event to the next, to the next, to the next. That's, a, that's an expectation on the parent. Um, and I've definitely seen and, and heard some different parents judge other parents who say no to certain events, right? No, we're not going to run all over here. We're not going to drive five hours over here. And other parents are going, why not? Wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that for your kid? Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways, those parents are going, we don't want them to have that, that expectation where you have to be doing something all the time or else you're not being effective in this world. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. I think that's it's an incredibly good insight, Rod. Um, because there is, there's a, there's a cultural pressure for sure to, well, there is to an, be doing things. And in the workplace, um, mm-hmm. everyone maybe dreams of, of a, a job where they say you have unlimited amount of time, PTO, paid yeah. time up. Um, there was a company, I believe it was in Seattle, did that several years ago. And they actually found that the people took less time off than they did. They mm. gave them unlimited PTO. In other words, I guess if you want to take limited PTO, if you want to take six months off, you can take six months off. But they actually found their workers were taking less time off because they felt if they took time off, then someone was going to pass them by. Yeah. On the way up. Yeah. So, and so they take, felt take they, a month off, but you're not going to last. So they had, so they actually spent more time at work than than less time than they thought they would. Wow! And uh, you know this that you know it's effective the, for the business, but perhaps detrimental to its employees. Yeah, it's just that get ahead, you yeah, know, in this yeah. whole thing. Again, if if I take some time off, then then I'm kind of looking over my shoulder, mm-hmm. going, well, that guy or that. A woman is spending time in the office more time than I am, and, mm-hmm. and the boss may look at that and say, "Well, they're pretty dedicated to their job, and they're gonna, yeah. and maybe when promotion comes up between you and them, and they get it and you don't, and then you kind of fall behind." And so there's that pressure that can happen mm-hmm. in the workplace as well, and so uh, and it just kind of builds and builds upon itself, and pretty yeah. soon we got a you know society that doesn't know how to shut it down. Mm. And, um, you know, I mean, we, we, we live in a very, obviously very technology, techno- technological advanced mm-hmm. society. We have a lot of things, our phones, especially now. iPads, computers. I, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we have access to so much information. Right at the fingertips, yep. That we, that we never had before. Mm. And um, it's, it's finding that rest, that rest... Um, in the Lord, and, and you mentioned a couple of scriptures, and mm-hmm. let's kind of dive into that a little bit. Yeah, Genesis 2, right? 1 through 3? Yeah. Would you like to read there? you want me to? Uh, let's go ahead. I'll read from the uh, okay. New Living Translation. So, the creation of the heavens and the earth 
and everything and then was completed on the seventh day God had finished his work of creation mm -hmm. so he rested from all his work and God blessed the seventh day declared it holy mm -hmm. because of the day when he rested from all his work of creation now the word rested there uh, in, in verse 2 and verse 3 my notes and I've heard others say that it means ceased mm. from his work mm. he, he, was, he was done from the work it was over and uh, God rested. Mm. Um, do you take a day off? Well, I don't think God takes a day off. Mm. <laughs> but he, he, everything that he wanted to accomplish, I guess you could say, in those six days he accomplished. Right. And when it was done, he ceased, he quit, he, you know, he was done. Mm. And... He didn't look for more things to do and say, ah, you know, I could probably... Yeah, he didn't go back to the task list yeah, and I go, kinda, well, there, I mean, there's more things for me to do. I suppose so. we could create a few more yeah, things here, right. you know. We could agree that God was not done. No, he was not everything. done. <laughs> he was not done. He was done for that week. Yes. Yeah. But he knew, I'm done, okay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rest, and he's going to... That seventh day, which we, we and... In the evangelical community, at least most of us say, is, is Sunday. Mm -hmm. Whether it was Sunday or Monday, I don't think it really matters. I think it's the culturally practiced day, um, yeah, within within the Christian society, if you will, culture. But he said it was, he declared it holy because mm -hmm. it was a day when he rested from all his work in mm -hmm. creation. And so uh, as we get into the next scripture in Exodus 20, you know, it's something about setting aside that day. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not... Of the opinion that it has to be Sunday, there are some that do. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever day that happens to be. I mean, this is not. We're not living in the fifties anymore. Where right. we stop on Sunday. Right. Um, a lot of people do, thankfully. Um, well, there's know, many events that go on on Sunday now. A lot of sporting events lot happen of stuff on Sunday. Work mm -hmm. goes on. I live. I work. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, in a world of you know, it's 365. Mm -hmm. It doesn't quit. You know, work in the oil field, they, yep. the oil keeps moving, and they, they don't say, ah, oh, it's Sunday, we're not going to yep. you know, move any oil today. No, it's, it's, it's you just keep going. And so uh, for those of us in that world, it is hard to find that time to mm. rest because, you know, whatever schedule you have, a common schedule in my world is, is eight days on, six days off. Mm -hmm. um, some people do, I think, ten on, four off. You know, mm. how, whatever the schedule is, it's it's hard to find that you know that day. Obviously, yep. if you're working eight and six, you're not in our schedule. You're working every other weekend, so you're working every other Sunday. So, what day do you use to rest? Right, take that day off. Yeah, um, it's it's a little more difficult situation to navigate in our world yeah. because we are a twenty four seven. You know, 365 day, yeah. we just keep chugging along. Well, and like you said before, it's incredibly competitive um, in in any of the workplaces around. Um, you know, I've got two brothers, one software engineer, one financial analyst, and they both say, too, that there's always somebody uh, younger, more, you know, um, passionate or whatever, um, always trying to push, always trying to, you know, get past them mm -hmm. to keep on keep on going you know i appreciate my my older brother michael he he really has made a point to go 
you know, if, if that's what's going to mean I lose a spot in the job because I forsake God, forsake uh, what he's called me to do, which is have a rhythm of rest, then, you know, that's what it is. And I think that's an incredibly uncommon, as you were just saying, uncommon mm-hmm. thing. And also part of it too, like, so as pastor, right, Sundays are definitely not a day of rest. Paul <laughs> and I would both, Paul Turek, our senior pastor, would both, you know, we both agree uh, we get done, you know, and, and we go home, you know, during the summers, we're, we're home, you know, probably around 1130 or so, or we're exhausted, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking for a bite to eat. And then, um, you know, for Paul, he's looking to take a nap. You know, I struggle to take a nap during the day. That's, I, I'm looking to veg, you know, I'm mm-hmm. looking to like, ooh. Um, so, I mean, for me and Paul as well, our day off is Friday, mm-hmm. right? And, just when you're talking about ceasing, right? It, that looks different for everybody too. Yes. Um, you know, I had a previous pastor where running errands and getting stuff done around the house was part of his day off. And it was a conscious part of his day off, not like uh, it needed to be done so well. He enjoyed running to the store. He enjoyed mowing the lawn as part of his rhythm of rest, right? And I don't know if you remember when, when I first came and I was chatting with with you guys as leadership having an interview, I shared that those things don't give me rest. Uh, mowing the lawn, I don't mind it, but it's not it's not somewhere I go mm-hmm. to commune with God and be recharged and filled up. Now, spending a whole day by myself is not a day of rest for me either, right? And I think sometimes that uh, we, we try to pigeonhole people is all I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. right? And so does golf take effort, Rod? Depends how good you are. Yeah, right, right. The no, answer it, is it, yes. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it takes effort both physically, it takes effort emotionally to not throw your club, right, when you make a bad shot. It takes effort mentally to focus on what you're doing. So is that ceasing from, from work, from effort? Well, it depends on the person, right? And I think that's something that we forget really quick is ceasing from work is going to look a little different from all of us. The point of that rhythm of rest that's being shared here in Genesis is really about ceasing from these things that you're trying to push forward in advance and spend time with Him to be recharged, to to have that uh, cleansing of your mind that you're not just always in this, this uh, you know, mouse wheel, just going, 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 going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a physical component is part of it, but mentally, emotionally, this it's, it's a huge piece of that. Um, and it's going to look different for each person, like you were just saying with the oil field. It really is. It's going to look vastly different. Your rhythm of rest is going to look vastly different mm-hmm. from my rhythm of rest, from somebody else's rhythm of rest. Um, but I love that you brought up this scripture because it is not a, like, hey, suggestion, it's uh, it's something that God demonstrated mm-hmm. is what we should do. Uh, if God is doing it, you know, demonstrating it, uh, we should probably we should take heed, probably right? Um, well, I, think, I don't know if you want to jump to the next one there. Well, I think that kind of leads to the next scripture, and mm-hmm. it's it's um, Exodus twenty mm-hmm. eight. 11 I believe it is remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping holy you have six days each week for your ordinary work but the seventh is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God on Mm. that day no one in your household may do any work 
This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners who live among you. For in the six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them, but on the seventh day he rested. This is why, that is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Hmm. And as I look, thought about that scripture, you know, it's, it's a command. Uh, it's a, you might say, a requirement. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like God got to nine mm-hmm. and said, man, I need a nice round number here. Mm-hmm. I need a tenth. What tenth? What can I get ten? Ten. Let's see. What else can I throw in here? You know, <laughs> he, I mean, it's number four, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh it's an important thing. And what, what tells me this is that the importance of, as we talked about, of, of taking that time, mm. what I think really it was, it was not only physical rest, but a time to focus on God more than just, for most people, the hour they come in on mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Pause for a second. I want to. I want to double check. I'm having this little thing in the back of my head. Uh, I, I understand. <sighs> still running. We're still recording. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, I, I had totally a little tick it. in the back of my mind going. Oh, I know. Uh, is it actually working? Yes, I know. Right. I would be there totally. I probably wouldn't be half focused as I should be. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Rod. Go ahead. Um. The way I see it is that God will honor your mm-hmm. commitment mm-hmm. to taking that day off, whatever it is. I'm not going to, I'm not to the point where I'm going to say it has to be Sunday because yeah. I don't see that particular day. Obviously, that's most likely day because that's when most times we have church. Yep. But I believe that God will honor that mm. if you choose to take that day away. I like to use the example. I, I did not grow up on a farm, but both of my grandparents, both sides of my family, mm. farmed. And as far as I know, they never did any work outside of the stuff you had to do. Right. You know, if you had cattle, you had to feed them and, you know, do whatever you do with cattle on Sunday. I mean, or if you had milk cows, you had to yep. milk them and, you know. But they never worked on Sunday, never yeah. never turned a wheel. Yeah. Um, and I think God really honestly honored that. Mm. I'm sure there are many days, especially there are times, and again, I'm not, whatever you need to do, whatever you feel you need to do to accomplish during the week or on you know Sunday, right? Um, but I believe that God will honor that commitment to Him mm. to not work on on the, on the Sabbath. And I'm sure that I could say there are many times, especially during harvest season, for instance. Yep. You know. Um, well, I think something too that's important. A little a little piece of this that gets missed is uh, the Sabbath day is not for you to go have a bunch of fun. And, and look back and go, well, this day made me happy. Mm. You know, it, that's not the point of the Sabbath. It, 
Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son. And it keeps going on. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and made it holy. It's not for you even fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's not, you know, God's smart. He created us. <laughs> he knows how we work. He knows our limits. Um, obviously, some people are able to push those a little further than others. But ultimately, he knows his creation, and his creation needs rest. But he also knows that it's hard to focus on a relationship with God when there's always other things continuing to be pushed in front of your face, in front of your eyes, in front of your mind. I think this is, and I think I know this is a huge call to, are you, are you having a rhythm with God as well? Are you having a rhythm of, of being built into, of being built up, of being refreshed? Um, I know for myself, if, if, I, if I push the limits on this, right, and I go one, two, three, four weeks without a day off, Mm-hmm. I'll be okay, right? It's just this, it's just this, it's just this, it's just this. Eventually, I start feeling a real wear down, not just on my body physically or mentally, though that's a part of it, is I feel aware on my soul. I feel mm-hmm. aware on my, my spiritual relationship with God. Um, and he knows that. Like, that's not a shocker. As I say that, God's going, yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, and that's why he has it in his Ten Commandments. And again, the Ten Commandments aren't there to be, you're not to be, um, the use the law to fix yourself. It's meant to, to show you. It's meant to convict you. It's meant to jog something in your head going, ooh, that's right. He didn't just suggest it. He told us this mm-hmm. is something important. I should take heed of that um, and really apply it. Um, and coming back again, you know, what's work to you? Where are you refreshed? Uh, out of the fullness of God, we were created uniquely, individually, on purpose, with a purpose. We'd be foolish to think that what rod, uh, what fills up rod, what refreshes rod in the spirit is the same exact thing as what refreshes me. You know, how, how you find rest mm-hmm. and rejuvenation, things like that, is going to be different. Um, and I think sometimes we've, as a Christian culture, I think really cast. You know, I can I can remember as a kid hearing different people. Oh, did you see Steve on Sunday? He was mowing his lawn. Did you see that? And as a kid, at that, you know, I was like, yeah, maybe he like maybe he likes mowing the lawn. You know, maybe that's maybe that. I don't know. I know there's some people. You know, for you know hunting, maybe hunting is where they really get alone with God, and that's. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I sure know that not everybody loves to play video games, but I enjoy to play video <laughs> games. You know, uh, there's different interests that can draw that opportunity to have that quiet time with the Lord. You know, video games probably not the greatest example for that, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, um, it's the heart of the matter mm-hmm. that he's getting at. That's why... It, that's why he doesn't say Sabbath day is Sunday, right? That's mm-hmm. why he doesn't say Sabbath day is everybody go in your room, get on both your knees. You know, it's going to look different. It's the heart of the matter that really um, makes a difference. But yeah, 
to cease from working can be very difficult, especially, especially when you're passionate about what you're doing mm-hmm. and you're excited about what you're doing. Um, you can feel this, this urge in a positive way, too, to keep on pressing, you know? Um, I think even in those times, too, there's, there's a lot of good that happens from taking a break. I know from my own mind, there's times where I'm going, 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 I'm excited, I'm pushing, um, and I get this opportunity to take a break, and with my mind refreshed, when I come back to that same thing, maybe one of those issues or problems that I was having that I couldn't quite solve, now I've got this fresh perspective, and I'm really able to plug back into it. Um, I think change it changes, right? It changes your outlook on things quite a bit. Um, I think physically we're not obviously designed to just go and go and mm-hmm. go. Your body needs mm. that time to to slow down. Mm-hmm. And my thing is if you can't get it done in six days, what makes you think you're going to get it done in seven? <laughs> What's the magic of that one extra day, right? And maybe then you need to look at your week and say, mm. am I using that week to the fullest? Am I being as efficient? Yep. This as thought I, occurred to me too. Mm-hmm. Am I being, um, you, know, you know, wise or am I, you know, wasting time? Am mm. I not being... I use the word efficient. There's another word I want to use in there. Yeah, productive. Productive, mm -hmm. you know, effective, whatever. Yeah. You know, and then you need to look your week and say, well, you know, I, I, you know, I I spent a little too much time doing this or Mm. that or whatever. And and maybe I need to be more, like say, efficient with my time during the week so that I can accomplish those things so that when the seventh day comes, whatever that is, I am ready to mm-hmm. rest and to take a break and to do whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're all energized by different things. Every, you know, everything does, you know, some, again, I don't know what, what that is. I know that for me, I mean, right now, obviously, the summertime, you know, we talked about I like to play golf, and there mm-hmm. are times I can be sitting at home going, oh, I'm kind of tired. I'm not sure I want to go out, and I get out there, and I'm I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I am not tired mm-hmm. when I step on that tee box and get ready to go. Yeah, And it's just there's an energizing for me, you know. Yeah. For some people, you know, I might be not as energized by the end of the round as yeah. I want the beginning of the round. For yeah. some people, it looked like I'd be pure torture to go yeah. out there, you know. But I really do try to take in the scenes a little bit mm-hmm. between the frustration of things not going as well <laughs> as I would like. Um, you know, try to look around and enjoy mm-hmm. what I'm doing, realizing not everyone has this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, mowing the lawn doesn't energize me. I do it because uh, I like to have a decent looking lawn. Right. You know, um, there are other things that, like, say, that energize me that I can be tired and I can get in the broadcast booth and I'm ready, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. You know, and um, so whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. But it is a, it's a requirement. It's not a suggestion. Yeah. And I just kind of wonder what we would be as people if we really took the Sabbath seriously. What mm. would I be as a person? If I took it seriously enough to take that day um, and really do focus on God, to think mm-hmm. about, you know, uh, you know, I'm not very good about this, but I, you know, I mean, in, in our church, you know, um, 
Pastor Paul usually sends out a email saying, hey, this is what I'm talking about on Sunday. Well, mm-hmm. I need to do a better job of waking up and saying, okay, what's, what's he preaching about today? And maybe mm-hmm. focusing on that and thinking about that, you know, after mm-hmm. the service, yeah, you know, and uh, just kind of making it a part of our day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not a very good example of that, so yeah. maybe this podcast will inspire me to do better. Yeah. If, it, if it doesn't do anything for anybody else, maybe it'll do something for me. Yeah. Well, I think just in our conversations prior <clears throat> to uh, right now, you know, it, there's always going to be seasons of life where you feel yourself drifting away from that rhythm of rest. And again, that's why it's God has it in his word is to remind us, to bring us back. Um, and something else you said that I really liked, that it does sharpen your priorities. You, um, it provides some structure. But it really, it, it forces you to nail down what do you need to get done mm. and to make time for those things to get done. Um, you know, one of the things I, I always joke with people is, is my parents didn't let us do any homework on Sunday. None. And they didn't care if we left it to the last minute. Sunday comes, I didn't finish my project. Now, I think there was maybe one or two times where they took mercy because they knew of the days leading up to it, right? And, mm-hmm. um, no human way possible we could have gotten it done, something like that. They were few, but I think there were. Um, but for the most part, right, it was like, well, sorry, you're going to have to tell your teacher it's going to be late. You know, it, for me, that really formed me as an adult of as I got older, you know, my parents weren't into do this. Why? Because I said so. They, you know, they gave us reasoning. They gave us, my dad's point was because you need to set a day each week aside for God. And if you're doing all your homework, that's a very selfish thing to do on a day that you're supposed to be setting aside mm-hmm. for God. Um, have better priorities, right? Get your stuff done and allow that time that's needed, not wanted, not should be. It's needed. Um and, and I've held on to that, you know, and I look at my day off on Fridays and, and I, I really try to cease from working. I try to spend time with my family and I try to spend time with my Savior. And it, what it does is it really formulates my week leading up to that. Certain days I'm like, okay, you know, Mondays I have to do these things. So if I don't, they're going to bleed into Tuesday and then bleed into Wednesday and so on and so forth. And it's going to come to Friday and I'm gonna be ah. There's still more to get done for Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. I gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. And um, I, I love that you brought that up because it really it really does. And definitely there's weeks where I don't do that well. And then all of a sudden it's like oh shoot Friday. Friday I gotta do stuff because I don't got time to do it all on Saturday. But it's gotta happen on Sunday or vice versa, you know. And um, yeah, I love that you brought that up. Priorities definitely is going to shape your priorities. And then this last scripture you you threw at me, um, I really like Mark two, uh, starting with verse twenty three. One Sabbath, Jesus, I'm in the NIV. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as his disciples walked walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, "Look." Why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abathar, the high priest, 
He entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. I I love that you throw it in there. I'm curious what... What sticks out to you the most from that, that piece of scripture, Rod? Um, because I think I, I don't hear this preached on very much. Mm-hmm. I've heard the other two many mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've heard this one preached on very often. But I think it, it sheds a lot of light on this subject of rhythm of rest. Well, I especially like what uh, I use the New Living mm-hmm. Translation yeah. a lot. And uh, it says the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of the people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. Mm. The heart of the day. We're right back to that same the subject. Heart the day, it's the, the heart of the day. It was. What's the point? It was made for us. Mm. Not so there would be another thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Not another law that you have to abide by. Not another task to be completed. Didn't do it to round out and make nice ten commandments. And right. To, you know, I mean, I don't know how it sounded. Yeah. You know, Charlton Heston, I guess, did, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the nine commandments, you know. Right. People are like, well, uh, do, <laughs> why do we have a nine? Why not ten? Yeah. So guys said, well, it's, yeah, exactly. Well, I need a, I need a tenth one here. Yeah. It's something, you know. Mm. You guys, you know, talking to angels. You guys got something here? Anybody got right. any ideas? No, it, it was there for it a reason. It was critical, yeah. It was, it was a reason mm-hmm. for it. And the reason was so that we would take that time to rest. It mm. wasn't so. And, and, the, and the scriptures, what he's getting at here is the Pharisees, you know, they were all about the law. They were all about you have to do A, B, C, D, and E, and F. Mm. And if you get out of line at any one point of those times, it was, you know, whatever. It was not good. Mm. And they made sure to follow the law. Now, they were following the law. They weren't following. They, they took the Sabbath off. Right. But they weren't doing it for the reasons that God had intended mm. for them to do it. Why were you doing it? Well, because you're supposed to. Why? Well, because people always did it. It's the law. It's, we're supposed it's the to law. Do it. It's tradition. It's they missed the heart of it. They really did. Um, and the, the things weren't there, as Jesus says in the New Living Translation, mm-hmm. not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And I know that if you study, if I don't know all the requirements of the Sabbath that they had, mm-hmm. but it was you can only travel so far, you mm-hmm. can only do so much. Um, Jesus, I think, I really think he loved to just poke the Pharisees. Yeah. He healed the man on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of them. I think he, I think he did something else on the Sabbath. It was yeah. just kind of a little, I don't know, maybe that's not the right way to put it, but he just liked to poke them a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and. And he knew what would kind of get their goat, I guess, you know. And he didn't do it in it like I vindictive. would do it. No, he wanted to. Shed I would light. do it as a vindictive yeah. thing. I would do it just to get their goat get to, under their skin. Yeah, right. exactly. Jesus didn't do that. No. He did it for, thankfully. He wanted people to see truth. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in this case, um, he wanted people to see that the Sabbath was for a reason. That mm. was for rest. It wasn't for us to do it just because we were supposed to do it. That there was, like I say, there was a reason behind it. And I really appreciate what Jesus did there and, you know, reminding the people 
you know, that the law was there. Mm. And there was a law there. Obviously, the, you know, the, the old covenant was banished with the, with the established the new covenant. But yeah. Jesus still recognized that. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't throw that away. You know, he was the new covenant, but he still referred to the old covenant, in this case, the, the Ten Commandments. Right. And, yeah, so we can get some rest. Um, you know, it wasn't, like I say, just for another law to follow. And, um, you know, we need to really take that seriously, what Jesus said, and we need to take it seriously like we would any other commandment. Right. We wouldn't say, well, you know, that, that murder thing, eh, that's okay. You know, in <laughs> certain cases, you know, it's okay to covet, you know, as long yeah. as it's the right thing to covet. Right. No. You know. Yeah. And, and so on, you know. Yep. It's, it's okay to lie in certain situations. No, right. It's, you know, it's there. And, and same way with, with the Sabbath. Yep. And so, um, you know, hopefully we, we get to the point where we really do take it, you know, seriously. Well, and do we see the heart? This is, this is a God that loves us. You know, I, I, I just see such mm. this great depiction of a, a father and son or, you know, a father and daughter, um, you know, parent to child. You don't know what's always good for yourself. I mm. do know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. This is God saying, I know what's good for you. For crying out loud, I created you. <laughs> I know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. And I created this to be good for you. And you're ignoring it. And not only is it good for you, it's needed. Mm-hmm. But it's for you. Well, we, we, we what take a powerful message I, to me. And we, we had that ever since. I mean, if you go, let's go back to Genesis, you know, shortly thereafter, mm-hmm. you know, Adam and Eve, you know, they thought they knew what was best. Right. And we think we, and we know, know how that turned out. <laughs> yeah. We think we know what's best. You think, well, we're that, living in the fruit of that decision that right now. Sabbath, that was a mm-hmm. good idea. Right on. Hey, that's terrific. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 I can handle this. Mm-hmm. I know that I can go seven days a week. I don't need mm-hmm. to take that day off because mm-hmm. clearly I've got this figured out, you know, yeah. and God's like, I know you don't. And, uh, and the, say he, he had that f- so that we would take not only a physical mm-hmm. rest, which I think is important, but more importantly, a spiritual rest mm-hmm. to again, focus on him. And it wasn't just, and they, the Pharisees totally lost it. Obviously, they had, they had no clue. You know, they didn't think. Well, maybe we should spend more time thinking about you know the Old Testament or whatever. You know, the I guess in their case would have been yep. the books of the law and the prophets and stuff like that. You know, I mean, they were the ones that were just there, um, just making sure that you know mm. everybody followed. And they, they did, and I'm sure they had no idea why. Yeah. You know, and it may have been a case where it started out as, like a lot of things, it started out with good intentions. Right. You know, you do need to take time. But after a while, for the Pharisees, it just became all about the law yeah. and nothing else and nothing about the heart, nothing about the reason. People would and, be judged harshly at that time by oh the Pharisees for, for not following... Um, you know, and Sabbath. it was and it was that case up until and I, I'm saying in one sense, 
I kind of appreciate what, you know, you go back, you know, 50 years and I am throw that as a general figure, mm -hmm. a general number, but I mean, you didn't do, you didn't do nothing on Sunday mm -hmm. and you were judged harshly by those, you know, mm -hmm. if they saw you do whatever, yeah. you know, the old, the old mowing the lawn thing, yeah. you know, it, uh, the pastor might have been over to, well, maybe he wouldn't have been over on Sunday to visit. You mean, how's your relationship with God going? On Monday, saying, uh, we heard, I, or I heard, or saw you were mowing your lawn, and, you know, that, that, yeah. you know, what's and going it, on? You know, and, and, mm. um, you know, I mean, it's just, man, we, we, we like a lot of things that have probably taken yeah. it to the extreme. We've taken yeah. to the other one where it's like, well, I can do whatever I want on Sunday, and, you know, I guess I'm not here to, to quote unquote judge you, right. but uh, let's get back to the heart of what was going on mm. here, and uh, that's what God wanted. He wanted the people to rest physically, but spiritually to focus on Him. Yeah. That's why it's there. Yep. It's it's not so that I can find something to condemn you for. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, a phrase that I've heard it um, is you know the laws we treat the law a lot of times like a mirror. And we look in it and we see something, like we see spinach in our teeth. Trying to use the law to fix yourself is like taking that mirror off the wall and trying to pick your teeth with it, right? It's not the intention. It's the intention is to show you and then to turn and, and grow closer to God. I think, um, I think it takes a lot of intentionality. It, taking a Sabbath day doesn't just mean, as we've... Uh, as we've already kind of talked about in a roundabout way, you can't just say, well, okay, you know, Rod, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Sundays off now. I'm going to take Saturdays, Saturdays, Sabbath day, because that choice affects the rest of your week. You have mm -hmm. to be purposeful and intentional with your week. If you want that space to be afforded to you, you know, I was talking before, if, if I am, if I'm not good with my schedule leading up to that, things will always seek to bleed into it. And then I find myself on Fridays at 2 p.m. in the afternoon going, oh, finally, you know, well, shoot, over half the day's gone already, mm -hmm. you know? Um, that's not what God intended. He didn't ask for half a day. He didn't ask for a quarter of a day. He's asking us to set aside a full day for Him. It doesn't come out of nowhere. You know, taking intentional steps, you know, reworking your schedule, um, intentional steps like listing out your priorities. What really matters week to week? What really matters? What are things that need to make sure get your attention? What are some things that don't necessarily need your attention each week, but need some attention maybe once a month or a few times a month or something like that? Are ways I think that you can start moving closer to this sabbath day but I, I the worst thing i'd want is anybody listening to this to go hey that's a really good idea i'm gonna do that and then that's it you know <laughs> it's not gonna work it's just no. it's not gonna work because you're gonna find yourself coming to that sabbath day going oh shoot i gotta get this stuff done next week i'll do it and next week i'll do it and with good intention and with good hearts but eventually a month's gonna go by and ah, you just i can't do it right i can't do it mm -hmm. The simple fact is we can, you know, I, I get in that same thing. Well, this week I just couldn't do it. You know, it, it's not true. You know, it's a lie that I tell myself sometimes that it's just not true. 
making time for him requires intentional and purposeful decisions beforehand and after. Um, you know, the phrase you used earlier, I like, if you couldn't get it done in six days, what makes you think you can get it done in seven? You know, let that one day go by and come after it. You know, Paul talks to me at different times because I'm a very go, go, go person. I'm not a, a chill person very often. Um, life's a marathon, not a sprint. And if we treat it like a sprint over and over and over again, we will be gassed. We will be. Um, and that's the other thing, too, you know, in our conversations leading up to this, we cannot uh, reduce the, the effects or the, or the, the parts of, of our mental and emotional wellness when it comes to this as well. Uh, taking and having a rhythm of rest is going to have huge implications on your mental state and your emotional wellness. Um, and I know if I don't have that rhythm of rest, I'm, I'm a little more chippy. I'm a little more uh, easily annoyed. Um, you know, I don't see things as positive as maybe I'd see them otherwise. Um, we've talked about the physical side of things, the spiritual side of things, and there's definitely a mental and mm -hmm. emotional component to this that if you're struggling, if you're struggling, if we're struggling with easily being annoyed, easily being frustrated, or our feathers easily being ruffled, uh, you know, being quick to anger or quick to assume and things like that, or we just, glass is always half empty, always mm -hmm. half empty, always half empty. Honestly, one of the things that we really should look at is, well, how well have we been resting? How intentional have we been at resting? How much time have we really been spending with God on a regular basis? I think the answer very often would be not much. Not much. Not much. And I think that gets missed. That gets discounted, too, because the physical is right in front of us, mm -hmm. right? And spiritual in a Christian culture, well, of course, right? You hear that. Well, of course, you know, uh, you know the Bible, too, or God, too, or this, too. You know, of course, the spiritual is a part of this. Um, it's a huge part of this. Um, but it, in a holistic approach, you have the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health all together. Um, and they all affect each other as well. But, um, yeah, you got to be intentional. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that vein, but um, I see that just over and over and over again. It, it, if I just expect it to happen out of nowhere, it never happens. Um, yeah, you have to take that. Yeah, to be intentional, I take that time and whatever it is that mm -hmm. you know gets you going. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about you know our senior pastor Paul Turek, who loves to go out and bike, not just road bike, mountain bike. He's on hard eight inch cow paths. You know, that's not yeah. rest for me. I can tell you that right yeah. now. I tried it one Boy, time and it was not rest. No, it'd be pain. Yeah. <laughs> It would be painful, Rod. You'd come back in uh, pain. Yeah, it, it did not go well the last time I tried it. And <laughs> I, I haven't been back. You know, I probably wasn't physically uh, ready for that. Yep. But you know, that doesn't get me excited. I don't. Mm -hmm. hey, let's go out biking. Yeah, I don't. You know. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know for Paul, say oh, let's go out and play some golf. Eh, that that would that would be a long day. That would yeah. be a long afternoon. Now yeah. for me, it's great. Sometimes it's a long afternoon, but yeah. 
you know, it's just fun, something I look forward to. And so, yeah, it's being intentional. It's, it's looking to say, are there things in my life that are taking away from that that mm. I need to, you know, purge, get rid of? Yeah. Things that I'm doing that just are time wasters. Mm. Or maybe there's just stuff that, you know, we just say, you know what, it may not be a time waster. We right. say, well, you know what, I just can't do that. Yeah. You know, we have a hard time saying no. Mm. You know, there's a certain expectation. You're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to go here and you're supposed to go there. And there's a point in time we just going to say, you know what, I can't do it all. Right. So what is it that, that mm-hmm. it's important? I, I try to do it all, and it usually doesn't work out yeah. well for me. And I, I don't like saying no. I, I just I want to do it, you know. And I, I can justify it any number of ways, and I do justify it. But generally, it does not work out well for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if we if we take that time and say, you know, what's really important? What what, what should I be doing? What shouldn't I be doing? Mm-hmm. Examine that, and how does it fit into our week? And if there are things that like, you know, if, if I add one more thing in my week, then I'm going to have to do this on Sunday or whatever day. Yeah. You gotta say, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. Right. That. I think. Yeah. Get into that place would of where you're even willing. I think is is really tough. But you have to. You have to get to a place where you're willing to say, this is gonna get moved to the next mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, maybe maybe don't make that. You know, paying your electrical bill. You know, maybe make that weed whipping or weeding the garden or something. But you know, don't make it your children that get pushed to the next mm-hmm. week, right? But, but yeah, it's like, what are your priorities? Um, what is feasible? You, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're not invincible and we're not supermen. <laughs> um, we have limits. So I couldn't summarize it up any better than that. Rod, I want to thank you for joining me today on the Porchlight Podcast. I want to thank all of you watching, listening. Um, yeah, hopefully we've engaged you in a conversation uh, to live out a, a, a life of rhythm of rest mm-hmm. and uh, on a daily basis. This is not just a weekly thing. I think there's a there's a daily component to it as well, um, as we've been talking and scheduling and being intentional uh, on a daily basis. Are you finding that time with God and and making that space each week to set a day aside? Um, and it's challenging. Let's be honest. You know, if mm-hmm. you haven't caught that yet, please do. It, it's not a, it's not an easy thing. It's challenging, but very few things in this world are worth doing <laughs> unless uh, there's some effort and work involved. Um, so, with all that, uh, thank you. Rod. Thanks, Harry. It was yeah. fun. Well, you're gonna be back on this thing, all right, man? We're not done. We're not done. Um, We'll see you next time on the Porchlight Podcast. Again, my name's Harry Ozarek, the host of the Porchlight Podcast, and this is Rod Wall, Father Rod, as we affectionately call him. Um, Loved spending this time with you, Rod. I hope that you find some rhythm of rest on a weekly basis. Find that Sabbath time. And uh, until next time, we'll, we'll see you later.